This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Hey there, families, and welcome to episode 10. Today, Terry and I are talking all about makeups and redos, which are a few of the tools that we teach inside of the Logical Consequences Compassionate Discipline module of our foundations course. So we have a really great discussion around how you can use these tools and these strategies to teach your kids really important life lessons after they've made a mistake or, you know, had something happen at school. We actually give a specific example that just happened with our son in his second grade class where we applied these tools and had incredible results afterward. It's actually after we recorded this episode, um, we ended up having a meeting with my son's teacher where she said it had just been like night and day. The results were incredible. His behavior had changed and she was so grateful um, for the ways we had worked with him because whatever we did, she said, um, had really created just better behavior um, the following week. So yay. (laughs) I want the same for you guys. I want you to have a toolkit just packed with um, tools that you feel confident in that are going to work to really teach your kids important life lessons and how to not make the same mistakes tomorrow. And I think this episode on makeups and redos is really going to help you fill up your toolkit in that capacity. Enjoy. Well, hey there, families, and welcome to our episode all about makeups and redos. Welcome, welcome. If you guys are like, what are you talking about, makeups and redos? <laughs> <laughs> Let us explain a little bit. But basically, we're going to cover three things today. We're going to talk to you about what makeups and redos are and how they are such a great replacement for forced apologies. <laughs> um, number two, we're going to help you to really embrace your role as a teacher of your kids and a mentor versus being a policeman, basically how to focus on connection over correction. And then number three, we're going to teach you how you can implement makeups and redos in your homes with your kids. So number one, T, let's explain to families what are makeups and redos. And before I have you explain that, um, just a little preface of why we chose to talk about this this month is... In our membership group, The Bonfire, we are studying revenge misbehaviors this month, which I think can be really hard for families. It's one of those misbehaviors that just feels worse than others. (laughs) So it's really important for parents to have a full toolkit of... um, respectful discipline for kids and especially when it comes to revenge behavior i mean for all misbehavior for all mistakes for all learning opportunities in inside of families we need to be make sure that we're you know we're teaching our kids with respect but i think um we just really wanted to 
to put some extra support in the hands of families who are studying the topic of revenge misbehavior because it can be really messy and afterwards it can feel so raw. And so when you're empowered with more choice about how you can feel confident as a teacher to clean up messes or repair mistakes or make amends, um, it feels really good. So T, maybe you can um, start us off by just telling families what are makeups and redos and why are they so good? Well, I think... um... You know, makeups and redos um, has been a very important part, I think, of this journey for us and our family, um, because depending on how you were raised um, uh, or, you know, what you were taught, sometimes it's like, okay, a misbehavior happens, and there's sometimes a, um, okay, you're in trouble, and once this amount of time is over, it's like, you know put somebody in kid jail, basically. Once this time's over, <laughs> okay, cool, come back, and we'll just move on like nothing happened. Yes, um, yeah. Or sometimes there's a, well, you got to just go say sorry to that person. Go say sorry to that person. You go, have go do this. To you have to do sorry. this. You have yeah. to do this. And then, and then life kind of goes on after that happens. Um, but the behavior, the misbehaviors often don't stop. Absolutely. <laughs> we just get better as kids about hiding them behind. But these are super common, um, whether it's just through like traditional, like grounding, forced apology, or sometimes families just like, they just kind of move on. Life just keeps going. And it's like, okay, um, we just had a big blow up, but, um, now we're just kind of just going to move on and nobody's going to talk about anything that just happened or, um, so there's all kinds of different forms. So what I, what I've found through this journey, um, you know, with us, bringing this into our our family unit is like hey you know things are going to happen no matter what I don't no matter what kind of kids you have no matter you know how um dialed up your parenting game is but um there's there's this point where it's like okay misbehavior has happened or some incident has happened then there's okay what happens immediately on the heels of that but then the amazing part actually for me is really, okay, well, what are we going to do with this now to really, like, kind of set this kind of idea in motion that, um, you know, we can do things different the next time and we can repair relationships with people. We don't have to just, like, awkwardly, like, kind of just move on with our life or never see that person again or say sorry if you don't really mean it. Um, Like, how can we, like, kind of just, like, build on... um, you know, build on this so that, you know, next time your, your kids and us as parents, we're, we're, we have more of a toolkit, more of a a way to deal with it, um, from, you know, the previous time. So, yeah. So it's like a version to always make sure you're learning from your mistakes. And when we do makeups and redos, there's all, there's definitely learning involved. So really makeups and redos are basically, kind of, you basically just kind of act it out for, so for Ritos, so Ritos would be, um, you know, you basically have your kids pretend to do the scenario again. And so I like to do it actually the same way they did it when they had the misbehavior or they got in trouble first. And then to ask them like, oh, how does it feel? Um, And then you redo it where you you do what you're asking of them or, or helping them to understand will give them better 
results tomorrow and help them not get in trouble by yep. the teacher or whatever it was. Um, and so that is the, the act of actually having them act it out or just walk through it. Like we've done this so many times in our family and we're going to tell you guys a story specifically that actually just happened to us yesterday where we use this tool. But redos are so cool because they put a new imprint on your kiddos' brains. So instead of just telling them what not to do, you're actually telling them what you want them to do. And that's the last thing you leave them with. So that's redos. And then makeups are a way to repair a relationship. So it's basically like, you know, when we do, when we teach physical class, like in-person classes, we often do a funny little analogy where we'll take a dollar bill and we'll kind of rip it a little bit at the top and say, you know, um, misbehavior happens and you might start butting heads with somebody or maybe there's a revenge behavior that some people get hurt, you know, whether it's emotionally or physically. And the dollar bill just kind of keeps ripping and ripping a little bit. And then eventually you keep just pulling at each other and and you're not meeting in the middle. You're not solving things. You're not having peaceful conflict resolution. You're just butting heads and you're fighting and you're bickering and things aren't going well. And then one day the the dollar bill just rips in two. And so we kind of show it physically what it looks like to say, all right, how are we going to get this thing back together? Because just because it tore in half does not mean that it's done for life. Like that's it. You're done. Like you're never going to be friends with that person. You're never going to be a good student again. Like it just means that you got to do some work to get it back together. And so a makeup is basically thinking, all right, well, what is my part of the dance that I had in that? And this is when you're teaching a child about this and helping them just to take responsibility for their mistake and then do an act of service that um, that is basically something that will help that person that they're trying to repair the relationship feel um, like they care. So another analogy that we give in parenting classes or when I teach in person is, you know, it's like, imagine if your flight gets canceled and you have to like sleep overnight and then, you know, let's say it's not your flight's not till the morning and one airline is like, so sorry, I'm so sorry, like sorry. And you're like, what? Like, dude, oh, this is so late, right? But you just, whatever, it is what it is. Airlines tell you, (laughs) weather is weather. But the second airline is like, you know what? I know this is such a hassle. You've got young kids. Like, let us let us give you a, a little makeup to, to let us do something to make up for this. Um, can we at least buy you dinner? Let us give you a hundred dollar um, voucher to the the restaurant here in the airport, or fifty dollars towards your hotel room tonight, so you don't have to sleep in the the hotel or the in the airport with your kids. Of course, with the second one, you're gonna feel more resolved about the relationship between you and Southwest Airlines or whatever it is. Um, so a makeup is just. You you know, and we'll, we'll give you some more details here in a minute about how you do those with your kids. So that's kind of what makeups and redos are. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly, about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning, you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. 
I want to help you learn a new way so you could end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. Yeah, so quite simply, redo is hearing how it was done the first time, and then how would we do it differently the second time, and then makeups are just a way to repair a relationship, um, and it really encourages um, your child to also just like get to know what makes the other person tick a little bit. Yeah, that's um, a good point. So, you know, because the makeup should ideally really have them empathize and really be thinking in the other person's shoes, not just like, okay, I got to walk over there and say sorry. Exactly. And, and funny story that I love that this is such a good, like, um, representation of this because I always say like as parents, you know, of course, society, culture doesn't require us to have any training. Right. So, I mean, to, to go catch a fish off like a rocky jetty, you have to have a license. But for, to be a parent, like, we just kind of get thrown into it and we figure it out, right? So we inherit the, like, fear and force stuff. Like, we we all kind of know what it's going to take to, like, do a timeout with a kid, maybe do a spanking, and also, like, make them apologize. Like, I think we all are just like, yeah, we know how to do that. Oh, <laughs> but, man, like, yeah. all the other stuff that we teach, like, it takes practice and it takes learning. Like, we just, society doesn't doesn't teach us that unless you, you get into this work. Um, but of, so I see forced apologies out in the world all over the place. And it, I, I have to giggle because, you know, when it's not your kid, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> when it's your own kid, you're like, why is my life so difficult? All right, here's the story. So I was at Target one day. I live right next to Target. So it's like the best place to like see um, real life family drama roll out all the time. Not as bad as Walmart. I swear Walmart drama is like nuts. Like I see like <laughs> stuff going on there. I don't go there much, but like we have a, a Walmart just down the road too. And I swear there is like craziness that happens in that store. Target's like a little bit like, anyways, it's funny. All right. So I'm, I'm standing in line to do a return and I see this mom and her two little kids. And you can tell this mama is just tired. She's doing her best. But she's tired. She's got like a probably an 18 month old and a two and a half year old or three year old. And they're just she just wants to return her stuff. 
and the the she keeps telling like the three year old be careful be careful like but he's like kind of dancing around and they're both standing in the cart and um they're kind of dancing around and the neither of them have, have shoes on for some reason because parenting in real life sometimes you're just like fine let's just get into target so the little the big one the three year old accidentally steps on the little one's toes and the little one starts crying and the mom goes into like immediately like what are you doing like say you're sorry that is not okay and the little boy is like resisted at first and she's like what did i you say you're sorry right now because again that's something we inherit that is like like in our toolkit we know how to do that but kids do not do not receive that well because there's no empathy involved there's no like teaching them why we want them to do that so the little boy starts going oh fine sorry Sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like so apparent of the mockery that this kid was making out of it. Yeah. And that's what a lot of it becomes for most kids. Like they're like, just do, like I'm just doing what my parents making me do. But on the inside, I'm not like, I don't, I'm not sorry. Like yeah. I didn't mean to even step on this kid's toes. Like why are you, like why are you always taking his side? Like, I was dethroned. Like, you yeah. know, all this funny stuff that we don't take. Like, we just move right into, like, well, you say you're sorry. The intention as a parent is, like, innocent enough that, like, wouldn't everybody love for that kid, ki- your kid, to feel sorry enough in that moment to be like, oh, I'm sorry, little sister right, or brother. Right. I... You know what? Oh, I really didn't mean to. Like we we want them to feel yeah. that, so then they just say that. But then when you just skip over all of that, yeah. and the kid's just kind of oblivious and like, wait, what? Like I I have to say sorry, and then yeah, it, the mockery. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And even if kids don't spin into that, like making fun of it through that funny tone that kid was using, like for the for the most part, that's how kids almost feel on the inside because they don't have. The practice of why you would want to empathize with another person when you, you know, so, um, so it's good practice just to have other options. We're not saying sorry is bad. You don't have to like stop making your kids say sorry, but it's just have other ways to teach them and to teach them to repair relationships. So it's, we always say sorry is actually more for the the person giving the sorry than it is for the other person on the other side. So it's like, if I say sorry to you, Terry, like what if this is culture? What do you so Let's just practice what you would normally say. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Yeah. Normally yeah. you would yeah. say, that's okay. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Right. Right. Isn't that like a common, yeah. like if someone yeah. at work would be like, I'm so sorry yeah. that so I, I got that late to you. Yeah. Right. So right. it's like more for me. It actually doesn't do anything for you. It lets you walk on guilt-free. Like, I said it, they let me off the hook, I can move on with my day. Yeah, yeah. but like you said, okay, but I think normally out in the world you would have said, that's okay, that's don't worry okay. about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what culture has kind of trained us to do. Um, so, yeah, it's just a funny one. So, anyways, so so to have a full toolkit of other things is really important. All right. Number two, um, so in order to embrace this kind of concept, you really need to just um, lean in to this idea of being a mentor and a teacher of your children versus a policeman, which basically is like having a commitment to focus on connection in your home versus correction. 
Um, and so this is a paradigm shift, guys. Like this is really, you know, this is module one of our foundations course. And it's a big module because this mindset shift is a, is really hard for a lot of us. I mean, it took us a long time um, to really to get into this idea that it was okay. Like our, our daughter, you know, that many of our stories are about that we discovered this work when she was kind of a, <laughs> a raging toddler. We really had this mindset for a long time that if we didn't correct her every move, that she was going to like rule the world and be like a maniac entitled, like, I don't even know. Well, I think I just rule our world. Because like yeah. we, we now know that she actually could be a great world yes. wor- world ruler now, so that was part of the paradigm shift, which is probably part of your you know where you took that statement. Is this because yeah, yeah w- w- you know it was this like idea that like you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Like oh, once you let them do that once, they're gonna think that that's okay every time. Like man, you gotta really just like stay on top of that kid, like or else they're right. just gonna just run right over you. Yep. And, yep. and unfortunately, a lot of kids will feel that like constant correction and actually rebel against it. Because what we, what happens when we're constantly correcting kids, and again, we go into like so many ways you can pull back from this and still be a great leader in your home within the foundations course, within the bonfire membership program. Like we, we give parents so many resources on again, how to still lead, but just pull back on the constant correction. Because what happens for kids is that bucket to feel power that, so all, remember all kids have this, these buckets, right? And some of those buckets are like the need to feel powerful, the need to feel valuable, the need to feel like they belong. And every time we're like focusing on correction all day long with them, those buckets get tipped and tipped and um, they just became, they become very low. So then you have kids with, you know, who have human healthy needs, that we cover in this work, you know, the need to belong, the need to feel powerful, the need to feel valuable, the need to to be unconditionally loved. And they're just running around with empty buckets. And so when they have empty buckets, their misbehavior goes up. So when you focus more on mentoring them, it they feel more respected and they're less likely to misbehave because they feel more powerful, they feel more valuable. Um, but this takes practice. But it, it yeah. starts with a mindset mindset that you can prioritize connection with your kids even after they have made big mistakes. Yeah, I was so I was talking to a dad um, earlier this week about this, and maybe you can help me with the figure. And I know it's kind of like give or take, but like the number of compliance statements mm-hmm. a child gets every day. I mean, it's it's wild, you know. Uh, put your paper here. Get in line. Uh, do this. Grab this. Brush your teeth. Do this. Uh, and yeah. so, you know, we'll we'll never that number will never be zero. That's not what we're encouraging here. We're just saying like being aware of how many of those they get in a day, and then also being aware of this invisible bucket that you know Wendy described as a way to say, why aren't they listening to me right now? And then like thinking like. Oh, okay. So in the last five minutes, I've given them, you know, 12 compliance statements. And 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 what he's talking (laughs) about is like, get up, get your shoes on, brush your teeth, get in the car, eat your breakfast, stop hitting your sister, all that kind of stuff. So that'll never go to zero. You're you're always going to, you know, need to ask them to do things. But it's just understanding how many they're getting. Um, and then having that paradigm shift that, that Wendy explained um, to go into more of a teacher mode versus a policeman mode, they're going to view you differently yeah. and um, they're, they're, you're going to 
basically give them their wings to fly, um, yeah. I think, earlier than if they're just like, okay, my role is just to sit here and just be told what to do, and I'm kind of over it, but that's my role. So there's being told what to do, compliance statements, and then what we're even talking about here is a, is another layer of correction. Correction, yeah. And so, these, again, it's, this is a simple tweak in theory, like just one idea I'm going to tell you guys, but in application, it's very hard to, to shift this habit. So in, so in theory, it's like, it's, it's simple. If you want to focus on connection over correction one way is just ask your kids for what you want and tell them what you want them to do versus always saying, stop this, stop that, don't do that. Like instead saying, please pet the dog's tail gently. Please keep your hands to yourself. Please go take a calming break. It looks like you're really upset at your sister. Um, please speak to me with kind words. Um, all these kind of things, but correction looks like stop it, stop doing that, stop yeah. being bad, stop talking back, stop like all the stops is what correction is. Whereas connection is like, hey, I see that you're just a normal kid. You're trying to figure out how to do this thing we call life, and you're trying to get your needs met. So am I. We're in the same. We're in the same thing here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna support you here as a teacher would, and teach you how to get your need to feel powerful met without being disrespectful. I'm gonna teach you how to, you, to get your need to feel valuable within this family unit or your friendship group met without being disrespectful. That's what a teacher would do. That's what a good teacher would do, right? Like yeah. if you think about your favorite elementary school teachers that your kids have or preschool teachers or even your teachers from when you were young, um, they didn't just tell you all day long what not, not to, to do. Not to do, right, yeah. yeah. So it's a good kind of segue to, to give you guys just a little example example here of where we used um, makeups and redos in real life. And so this is number three. We want to edu- you know we want to Im- encourage you guys and support you with a, an example of how you actually put these into practice. And again, this is just makeups and redos are just kind of a few elements of what we teach in this work of discipline that unites. So this is module four of the foundations course, and it's really designing. Lot, you know, designing discipline in your home that is respectful, where you take a break from fear and force and you bring in um, things that really teach your kids with incredible effectiveness so they have different behavior tomorrow. But you take away this, this, you know, these limiting beliefs that we have as parents that we need to make our kids pay for their mistakes. We need to right. hurt them in order for them to learn all these things. And instead, we just need to teach them. So, so yesterday, um, I was trying to finish finish up my work week, and I got the dreaded email <laughs> I'm from, it up. Yeah. from a teacher who is literally one of our favorite teachers on the planet. Oh my gosh, Stella had the same teacher. So our son is now in second grade, and um, this teacher is like, she's literally a dream. I adore her. She, the, I mean, she's just incredible, but, you know, again, there there is just fact you guys that no matter what kind of kid you have no matter how as terry said on like per the perfect parenting game you think you may have our kids are going to make mistakes and mistakes are just a part of life and they are such beautiful opportunities to learn when we embrace them with compassion and grace and connection for our kids so yesterday was one of those days i opened up this email Taryn's teacher says, Wendy, you know, we need to talk. <laughs> Taryn's um, kind of gone downhill a little bit um, and started to have some disrespectful behavior in the classroom. So he's not listening well. And he is um, sometimes, I think, um, go ahead and read it. Why don't you read it? Without, um, like, just read the main. 
Um, and then we'll teach you guys actually what I'll tell you what I did. And then um, it's almost like we should have recorded this episode a week out so we can confirm that it really worked. <laughs> but I have full, full blown confidence that he's going to walk into the classroom and have different behavior next week um, because we're going to practice this more. So, so there was, um, he was having a difficult time listening in directions and then having some moments where he would, uh, talk back and not take ownership of his actions. Uh, yes. So very like kind of defensive, mm -hmm. um, defensiveness. Um, and then I think this actually looks like it was kind of maybe the tipping point was like during, um, during like, a um, an assemb assembly mm -hmm. talent show, um, he was chatting it up and laughing during somebody's performance and not being respectful of, of somebody being on stage. And it happened to be a little boy singing. And I think the teacher thought him and his buddy may be making fun of the little boy in addition to just chatting and laughing right. during. So she, she emailed this to us and said, um, I'm hoping that you can talk to him. And then we have a parent teacher conference next week anyways, and then we can come together and talk about it. But I know you guys, this is so, this is like, if you have a kid in preschool, it's like, there's going to be days when most of the kids are going to get sent home with the red card, right? Or the, the discussion after you pick them up, like, um, Johnny had some trouble today keeping his hands to himself or in kindergarten, they often like, you know, get their clip moved down or, you know, and sometimes you're going to get these emails sent home. So I open it up and I'm like, oh, it like stings so bad because as a normal parent, you don't want to get those. But then as a teacher of this work, I'm like instantly, you know what popped in my head? Uh, uh, incapable or uh, incompetent. Incompetent. Yes. No, no, no. And more like, oh, no, I'm going to be judged here. Right. I'm going to be judged as like, um, oh, here she is teaching this work and her kid's not perfect. And then logically, I'm like, that's so dumb. No, that's yeah. not what. But it's funny. I, I say that because I want you all to be aware of it, that your mind will fight you on this and say like, oh, look at all these people around you judging you. You have an imperfect kid, you know? And, and so anyways, so I think it's important to, to bring that just in honesty. That is what came to my head. Like, oh, no. Mrs. You know, our teacher's going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> so, all right. So here's what happened. So immediately I took a deep breath. I responded to her and said, oh, no, like, I'm so sorry. Let me talk to him and you can count us 100 um, percent. We are going to help you get a solution on this. And I have I have no doubt that we can get turned turn to a better place. So I went over and I had him turn off the TV. He was watching a little show. It was on a Friday afternoon yes, yesterday. And I said, hey, buddy, we need to talk. And I said, can you tell me what's happened, um, you know, lately at school? Is there anything you want to talk to me about? And immediately he has a history of going a little bit into defensive mode. And you've noticed that, oh, right? Yeah. Like, so he gets very embarrassed for some reason with mistakes. And so I knew in my head, I was like, oh my goodness, this, this is just a little signal that we need to do a little bit more work with him. So he understands that mistakes are just opportunities to learn. They're not something you need to cover up and be shameful of. They're just opportunities to learn. So you're not a bad kid. You're not a bad person just because you make mistakes. You just, we just got to talk about it so we can, we have different behavior next week. But it escalated a little bit. He got a little defensive. And then um, I just kept returning love to him. Like, buddy, you're not in trouble. You're not in trouble. You just got to talk to me about what's going on. Is there anything that the teachers might have talked to you about that they weren't happy with over the last few weeks? Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? 
If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. And let, let me just put in a little pin here for dads or moms listening right now where you're hearing you're not in trouble. Like, what do you mean he's not in trouble? Like, you know, he's getting a note home from, um, from a teacher. We've done it the other way. And um, yeah. in particular, this kid would if you if you went the the other route you actually you create you create he will not connect with you he will uh tell you it didn't happen he will shut he, down he'll shut down he'll he blame. won't he won't tell he'll blame he won't do any of these things and then so then it's just like he just ends up tripping over himself and over himself you get into a place where you never actually hear what was going on in in his heart and his mind and you prevent yourself from getting to the next part, which where Wendy's at now. So yeah, that's yeah, a good point. Um, by telling him he's not in trouble, um, it it's just a it's just a way of saying like, hey, it, it's not negating that there isn't some correction or something that has to happen. Mentorship, over but here, yeah, but you're you're coming alongside of him. You're actually. Um, Increasing the the chance that he's actually going to sit there and, and talk to you about it, see this through. Yeah, because um, yeah. that's what you ultimately want them to do is to see this through with with you. So. Yeah, and to be able to perform on their own when you're not overlooking them, saying, "I'm watching you." 
I'm watching you. Right. you remember what's going to happen if you don't do that? And like just yesterday, guys, I gave like a, a really big, I had a really big speaking engagement to hundreds of women. And we did a little like visionary meditation thing to just like picture what we want for our families and our kids as they grow older, all the way up to the point where one day our kids are going to call us and say, mom, dad, we're having kids. You're going to be grandparents, right? Like this, to think about the next 20 years is, is crazy with our kids, 20, 30 years. Um, and so many moms, when I, when I asked them to share afterwards what they saw or what they envisioned for like the family of their dreams, they said, you know, I want kids that just come to me because they want to come to me. Right. They call me to tell me they're getting married because they want to call me first. Like they feel safe with me. They feel connected. I want, I want, I, I envision my kids as they get older, um, genuinely caring and being close with, with us, not because I've, I, I've made them, but because they just want to. And I, and we talked about how that does not just happen. Like if you, if like, if you don't try your best to focus on connection with your kids, it just doesn't magically happen when yeah. they turn 18 and become adults. Like this is a lifelong practice that starts as young as you can possibly do it with your kids and just making sure they feel safe even amidst their messes and their mistakes. Like it's okay. Everybody makes mistakes. You're, you're safe, you're loved, you're unconditionally loved, and you're no, you're not in trouble. And of course, we're going to have logical consequences. We hold our kids accountable for their mistakes, but we do it with always with kindness. Right. And so, compassion. Yeah, that's a, I just want, I just wanted to put a pin in that moment just yeah. in case some people were starting to like scratch their heads a little bit. Um, and reading your email back to um, his teacher was you spent then that time asking him questions, getting curious, making sure he understood that everybody makes mistakes and the mistakes don't make you a bad person, but instead often teach us great lessons as long as we learn from them and make different choices tomorrow. And then you kind of got into the, the, the meat of it, but yeah. you formed a connection with him so yeah. that he, he, there was a two-way street there. So he could, he, he could listen yeah. and talk and not just go into defensive mode. And that you knew that you would see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like, sharing this story right now makes me emotional because, like, it means so much to me to have my son feel like his mom gets him, that his mom supports him, and that his mom holds him accountable. Yeah. Like, but just to, to be, like, have the honor of, like, forming this relationship with my son is, like, insane. Like, it just feels like such a gift. So, as the story goes on... Like there, he, he did, he got upset. Like he had to move through his uncomfortableness. And I think he has, a, he had, he has some feelings of, of fear. He has some feelings of being scared when he feels like people are judging him. So it's a kind of a version of embarrassment, right? Mm -hmm. Like he gets very embarrassed, which probably underneath of it is, is a fear of not being good enough or a fear of being judged. But I got to just sit with him as he had some tears about that and, and you know, and you can see it in him. It starts to well up like, oh, God, oh, God, like people are looking at me. I'm getting in trouble here. Like, like, oh, God, what's going to happen? And I just got to hold his hand and be like, you're safe. You're safe. You're not in trouble. It's OK. It's OK. It's OK to be sad. It's OK to be scared. And then he, he moved through his tears. And then I said, just talk to me. What happened? So that's when he kind of spilled his guts a little bit, mm -hmm. told me about the different scenarios that had happened. I got curious. I got to listen to him. He shared like he has a buddy right now who they've been getting in there. They, they're like attached at the hip. 
<laughs> and we all know if you've ever had this happen before, sometimes that's not a great thing. We've had that happen with Stella a few times where get, the kids get too close and they're put in the same classroom. They get in trouble all year long. So you can see it's starting to happen with this one buddy. So here's the silver lining. What's so cool is like, here's one thing, like just one of the many things that he and I got to learn through this, this mistake was I got to teach him that this, like the whole analogy of like, if your friend jumps off a bridge, are you going to do it too? (laughs) (laughs) And so he like, I loved that analogy. And so I got to teach him that's like, you know, a funny age old, what is it? What is it? Age old? What is that word? Like, uh, um, it's just a saying it's just a saying right but like you know so I got to teach him like how to 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 access his inner strength when he knows something isn't right so that's when the redos came in and I said all right well let's let's play it out the way it happened like so so he he opened up you you got to say this is what I heard and then because you formed this connection he was able to tell you his side of the story and kind of you know, it, it sounds like he went through a little bit of tears and defensiveness, but then he opened up, yeah. told you what was going on from his point of view, and then now you got to focus on how would we do it differently, yes. or, or what does it look like when, when after empathizing with the teacher, because I, I do see here that, you know, you, you went into saying, uh, you know, examples he'd understand about how it's really hard for teachers to teach and talk when other kids are talking. Yeah. You were able to relate to him on that level. I gave him a personal example. So in order to teach him how to have empathy for his teacher, why she needs the kids to be quiet while they're talking, instead of just telling him, don't talk during class or else you're going to get in trouble. You know better. I said, no bike for the weekend. No, exactly. And I also shared with him how in our family, a lot of kids in, you know, we share with our kids all the time. A lot of kids are going to get grounded for the weekend. They're going to get hit. They're going to get all this stuff taken away. In our family, we do redos and makeup, so we're going to get through this. Because at first, he was like, I don't want to do this. I want to keep watching my show. And I was like, tough. We're doing this. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's going to be great. Trust me. And that's when I give him the example. Like, remember that we, we embrace this type of teaching because we're serious about teaching you with respect. And so we're, we're going to do this. I also had to guide him away from blame. So during that process we're talking about, you guys, it's so important to get curious and listen and try to, to keep away from the correction. However, it's a, it's a fine line, right? He started going down the blame thing of blaming other friends or blaming everybody else, which is what his teacher is trying to address, him not taking responsibility, right? So it's kind of like this fine line. You get better as you become mm-hmm. more fluent in this work of like listen with all your heart and have empathy but then also guide them away from blame as as softly as you can like hey I can see there was other kids involved and what was your part of the dance and then we got to move into the empathy thing so the empathy for the teacher involved like hey buddy you're you're eight years old but I know you know what it feels like to have to talk and have somebody interrupt you like your sister yeah oh <laughs> that so, never happens yeah I know so he was like I, I go just the other day remember how upset you got when she wouldn't let you talk and she kept interrupting or talking while you were talking and you know how you get upset sometimes and he's like yeah so I said that's what happens with teachers so the reason why she moves you around if you talk with your buddy isn't to like you know you know punish you or get back at you or whatever it's just to like help you be who you really are which is kind loving respectful you're like he's an incredible student he's an incredible kid that's the purpose why she does that to put you in um a best case scenario where you're more likely to thrive so it's like a gentle encouragement and so she's helping you by separating you from your temptations so he's like okay cool but yeah so we got to go into the empathy for the teacher 
And then we talked about the makeups. So it's like, obviously, and we actually, I actually did the dollar bill activity with him. So I, we did it with a random piece of plastic that was there from his snack pack that he had. But I I did a little tear and I said, so this is what it looks like when you talk while she's talking and and the relationship strains a little bit and it rips. And then when, you know, maybe another day you walk into a performance and she's asked you to be quiet and, and you giggle and talk with a friend and she has to come over and, and separate you. The, the relationship rips a little bit more. And then we had a lot of fun with it because, the, you know, the fourth time that he talked while she was talking during the class, we ripped it really fast and said, oh, no. And we showed, like, he physically got to see or, or you know, um, with his eyes, like, what it looks like to have the relationship torn. And then I asked him, what do you think we can do to put it back together? And he said, a makeup. And so then I, I asked him, what do you think we could do? And at first he didn't know. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I said, all right, well, do you want to give me, do you want me to give you some ideas? And so that's when I offered, there's, does she like flowers? He did say candy. And I said, I said, does she like candy? And he goes, yeah. And I go, okay, well, you do have some money in your bank. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're welcome to get her some candy, but do you need some ideas that don't cost any money? He was like, yeah. So I said, there's drawings, there's a letter you could do. You could pick her some flowers from the neighborhood. What do you think she would like the most? And he he said, a drawing. I'd like to do a drawing. And then I said, can I add an element that I think might be helpful? He said, yes. And I go, what if we put the three things that you promise to do this week or agreements that you're going to make when you make a fresh start on Monday? And he said, sure. So that's the agreement we made that we're going to draw a picture this weekend. We're going to put the agreements on there. We're going to put it in an envelope. I'll probably help him pick some flowers too to make it a little bit sweeter. And we're going to present that to her on Monday. He's going to present that to her on Monday. So that is the makeup. And he and he will come up with the 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 things that he's going to do differently. I mean, of course, which is a summary of what we learned. That's yeah. great. Um, well, th- that's awesome. I, you know, I also you know, as a part of the the redo, um, it sounds like you also. Um, shifted it and redid it where he used his internal strength and muscles to be respectful, to not engage with a pal who's chatting and do what's asked of him. And then this is the best part though. Once you do this redo, it's so awesome to say, now, how did that feel compared to the, to the, the other way? Um, and you, you'll get an honest reaction of, you know what that felt, that, that felt much better. Like which way felt cleaner? Which yeah, felt, which, more in line with who you are. Yeah, more in line with who you are. And I think that's where being in this teacher mode versus being in this, um, you know, correction mode. Yeah. You get that as the outcome where they see it, you know, yes. so much more clearly than they would have before. They're like, oh, yeah, that way does feel better. Everybody gets respected. And it, it's just, that's more in line with who I am. Yeah, and that's yeah. the imprint that you leave on their brain after you teach them, after you repair, you know, educate them and mentor them on how to make mistakes, opportunities to learn, how to repair your, you know, basically repair relationships, how to make amends, how to clean up your own messes. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't need to rescue him. I don't need to, like... Um, you know, any of that stuff. He's, he's just got to learn from his mistake. So I feel confident that he's going to have a much better week. We will probably practice it a few more times before he heads back into class on Monday. But to have the honor of teaching him that lesson of, hey, if your friend jumps off a bridge, 
are you going to do it too? In a real respectful way where he had to practice it because we practiced. I pretended to be the kid who came up to him and was like, hey, dude, let's chat. Oh, my God, look at that boy up on stage. He's singing. He's a boy. (laughs) And we practiced doing it the wrong way first where he joined in. And then we practiced the redo the second time where he just got up and walked over and sat in a different area. Yeah. Or I had him actually practice again if he didn't want to move, what it would look like to verbally respond in a respectful way that was in line with his own inner strength. And I think he said... um, hey, I'm not okay with that, something like that. But to actually practice that with my eight-year-old son over the next, like, you know, six, seven years before he becomes a teenager and gets in a car with people, like, what a gift, right, to have these tools. Like, it's it's a powerful tool, you guys. Like, use this with your children because if you want your kids to have strong, intrinsic control, you know, mechanisms and muscles by the time they become teenagers take a break from the fear and force because when you have those external controls constantly guiding your kids, they miss out on a lot of this intrinsic muscle development and you want them to have strong intrinsic muscles by the time they get to be a teenager and they are going to go to a party where there's pills and alcohol and drivers getting behind wheels that are drunk. Yeah. And, you know, this is um, so great to to have this forum to talk to everybody, you know, all the listeners out there about it. Um, And so many of these um, these tools are are in the foundations course. Um, If you'd like kind of the the step by step version of this, um, I can't encourage you enough to just, you know, go down, go down this road as a as a lifestyle, not just as a um, you know, here I need a tip here, a tip there, like, cause really diving headfirst into this as a lifestyle for us has really been what has, um, changed our family dynamic yeah. and ultimately looking at this as not just, um, parenthood things. Um, I mean, like the description of this podcast this is a show about relationships. So this sets our yeah. kids up for future relationships that they're going to have out in the world beyond childhood. Yeah. And relationships with, like, other people when you're dealing with stuff. Like, I know his teacher already responded and was like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. She was like, I love all of this. I can't wait to to meet next week as a team. And, yeah, relationships, man. It's all about relationships. And you can have beautiful relationships even when there's messes and mistakes in life. Yeah. All right, you guys. Great episode. Thanks so much for listening. And we will see you back for the next one. For more information and all of the links for what we talked about today, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 10. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm 
kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kids' worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.